Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. You guys, um, so you know Bennett is now potty trained, right? Yeah. 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 Great, great news. Um, no more kids in diapers after five plus years. Um, my favorite moment during the potty training saga that always is a saga um, was pretty early on. You know, in the beginning, do you guys do the thing where they're just naked and you, yeah. they're running around naked and yeah. you're trying to make sure that, yeah. So it was during the naked phase, and um, she, we had made this big deal. She'd been doing great, so we went and got donuts that morning. And you guys, do you guys get duck donuts, the really nice ones, right? Super, like a little bit more expensive, you know, the, the fancier donuts. So we, so we have the nice donuts. Bennett gets one because she just peed on the potty, so she's holding her donut. She's standing on the chair. Um, <clears throat> and then she had a pretty bad poopy accident. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Like, just out of nowhere. Um, And you know how they are? They, like, try to catch it kind of in their hands sometimes. No. Um, No, I don't. That never never You guys don't do that? Oh, right, because she was naked. She was naked. She's naked, yeah. Got it. I don't know. Um, Anyway, so obviously I, like, slip into, I slip into, like, you know, panic mode. Is she still holding the donut? Well, that's where the story is going. Yeah. So she had, and so I'm, like, Oh my gosh. So I like go to pick her up and rush her to the bathtub. Guess what Gregory says when he comes in as I'm screaming? He's Is she like, gonna eat that donut? Can can we save the donut? <laughs> Is the donut still good? Like, are you are you done with that? Can I yeah, you know. yeah. you've got poop in one hand, but can I can I take a bite of that that uh maple bacon donut? Because that's looking pretty good still. Gross. Yeah, mm, I like maple bacon donuts. Asks if we can save the donut. It's a valid question. You, you know, um, Gregory is a frugal man, and he likes to get <laughs> like spent his... a lot on those donuts. Exactly. I mean, you just said they were like the expensive, nice donuts. He's like, you know. But here's the best part: is the is that it's during a pandemic. And thank God you didn't eat the donuts at the donut shop, and she's like pooping in her pants in public. So, silver lining. True. Silver lining, silver lining. Yeah, like I did think about that. Like, what? How did we potty train when we like went out to eat? That sounds you awful. Said lots of prayers. Well, you just didn't leave the house for like a week, and now you just don't leave the house anyway. So there's just right. really it's no like, like there's not a big separation between like not potty training and potty training right now. Does that make sense? Like yeah, you're basically like more... always in potty training mode because you'd never leave your house. Yeah. Yeah. You need more like social embarrassment as a child to know not to poop in public. I so know. How will I right. 
How will yeah, I, I don't know. Him? I don't know. Shame her. You need to shame her more. Like, <gasps> how could you do that? Here? Pretend like we were in a restaurant and there was lots of people watching right, right now. And it's not just our family and it doesn't matter. Like Pretend. when Henry pulled his pants down in that restaurant. Remember that? Oh, oh, I'd forgotten Remember? about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he totally pulled his pants down and peed in the middle of a restaurant. Were you there, Ingrid, or this is just like a, this is No, she told it on the podcast. You were there. Oh. You were there. Uh, um, well. He didn't pee. He just pulled his pants down. Well, he peed another time, though. I think there was multiple times. I think one time he peed, one time he just showed everybody his hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. His hooey. What is hooey? I don't know. We got to come up with a hooey? His, his Pennsylvania. That's what we call it in, in our house, by the way. The Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh. Really? Why? Oh, like, uh, oh, why do you think? Don't you remember how I have, like, a hard time, like, just using the proper anatomy? The Pennsylvania. So, the Virginia. Pennsylvania? The Virginia and the Pennsylvania. Well, she's from yeah. Pennsylvania. Uh, right, no. but I don't know why you... Well, yeah, I'm from is that why you rivers from right. Asheville? So, I, well, clearly, well, wh- I know why that, are you? But... I'm confused on why you're calling it a Pennsylvania still. I'm not. But you guys, so she's the, just making the up the boys name, part. So she's the boys part penis. is the Pennsylvania, and the girls part is the Virginia. You guys, the, oh, the Virginia. Hmm. Why those two states? Because of the shape of the state? Because what do they sound like? The letters of the state. Oh, so you just picked a P state and a V state. Exactly. Wow, Katie. Hmm. What was the other term for the... No, we're not even going the down peep. the road. Oh, the peep. The peep. Hey, it's almost yeah. Easter. We got to talk about the peep again. Get the peep! Get out of here. The peep not, starts with a not, P, so that's confusing, Katie. That's confusing. Um, yeah, what was going on in your household? Can, can we move on? Can we move okay, on? Let's go to the first article. Can we move on? Okay. From the news desk. This first article comes from Fatherly. Um, and this was really interesting to me because I feel like this happens in our household a lot. And I didn't actually know that it was a thing until I read this article. And then I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense. The title is emotional contagion could explain why you catch in quotes, your spouse's mood. Your wife's facing a deadline for a major work project. She's worried and the whole house is on edge, even though it shouldn't be logically first, she's killing with a project and she's fretting over nothing. Secondly, the stress should stop with her. You're not on deadline, neither your kids. Nonetheless, the tension permeates the entire family. Why? Credit a little phenomenon known as emotional contagion. Under the theory of emotional contagion, moods and emotions spread from person to person in the same manner as germs. So happy spouse, happy house isn't just a trite piece of marital advice. Does this happen to you guys? Like, your husband's in a bad mood or you're in a bad mood and the other person is fine. And then like, before you know it, like everybody in the household is like in a cranky mood because like why you're not really sure, except that like one person sort of started, like kicked it all off. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I didn't know yeah. it was an official thing either, but I, I mean, it totally is. Yeah. I mean, this totally happens to Brian and I all the time. Um, and it's interesting. This article kind of talks about how the pandemic has really made, because people are spending so much time together, that there's positive to it, positives to it, because, uh, you know, you're kind of like getting more on the same page. But I feel like the only way that that's positive is if, like, everybody's always in a good mood, right? Yeah. What if everybody's always in a bad <laughs> mood? There, this is like, that's negative. Except for when you have a baby that like smiles and like loves yes. 
you no matter what. Like they just like wake up happy and you just can start your day that way. And also like when you pick up your kids from school, like they're so happy to see you. And I feel like that rubs off, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny. They kind of base these studies. It's like basically that primitive example. You know how when, I don't know, like when your baby starts smiling, I don't know, it's like three or four months. Um, when you smile, the baby like mir- will mirror right. your expression and smile. And so it's ba- like basically this article is saying that that doesn't just happen for infants and toddlers. It basically carries over, you know, into everybody. So uh, yeah, like they said, when you yawn and then everyone else in the room starts to mm-hmm. yawn. Yeah. River is classic for that. If if I'm putting her to bed at night and I'll be like, <gasps> you know, one of those like obnoxious like adult yawns, like, oh, <gasps> hurry up. She'll do River. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Exactly. So um, I don't know. I think at the very least, this makes me more cognizant of if like my bad mood can spread. I don't want to do that, you know? I know. I've been aware of that, and I'm still really bad at it, to be completely honest. Well, it's easier said than done to avoid. Yeah. Also, like, I feel like I am I should be allowed to feel my emotions. Like, if I'm upset about something or angry about something, what this article is saying, like, maybe you should just push it, push it down and suppress those feelings so it doesn't spread amongst the whole house. I don't know. I guess just don't dwell on those things is really what they're saying. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm classic. This happens to me on Sundays. Um, I always, Brian has this saying, I forget how it goes. It's like, you're letting your Sunday, you're letting your Monday ruin your Sunday, which I think Mm. is especially hard. Like when you work an early job like us, I feel like half of your Sunday is like kind of taken over by just gearing up for your work week. Right. Right. Because you know, you get up, you get up at two in the morning. So it's like, you know, it's like basically like go time at my house at three o'clock on Sundays just to like get everything ready and try to get to bed. Um, sometimes I feel like my bad mood is like really for not any specific reason. So I feel like it's less about like not concealing your feelings and more about just remembering that like, you know, being in a bad mood just to be in a bad mood because it's Sunday, like just, you know, ruins everybody's mood. Yeah. I don't know, Ingrid, if you feel this with your kids, um, but if one of them is misbehaving, the other ones are, like overly nice and well-behaved do yours do that that's starting to happen yes yeah it is really odd and especially Mm -hmm. with three it's just weird it's almost like the opposite of this article in a Mm -hmm. way like one of them will throw like a massive tantrum and then and they the others can see me like melting down and they're like mommy we love you so much we're gonna be so good today mommy And I'm like, okay, like you were just throwing that same tantrum like two hours ago. You realize that, right? What happens now? Right. What happens in my household is like if my two-year-old is crying on the floor, flailing around, which happens every other moment, my son's trying to help her feel better, which is really sweet. Like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Lisa, like, and he's kind of good at it too. He's like, Lisa, well, do you want to play with this Paw Patrol thing now and like distract her? Like he, mm. they, they mimic what you're doing and mm-hmm. try to get them to feel better. So yeah, mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that's the opposite of what this article is saying. Like this article in theory, like if like if your one kid's being bad, you would think that that would like trickle down to your like other Right. Kids. It's almost like it's different with kids because maybe they don't have that like social awareness yet of, <laughs> I don't know, being like, oh, mom's in a bad mood. I guess I'll just be in a bad mood too. Like, <laughs> there it's it's so funny how they do it though it's like I think they just are like okay like obviously mom is not happy with 
that kid's behavior right now. So this is my shot. If I'm good, I could like really get some <laughs> points here. Like I yeah. could be in the, in the top point. right now. Mom's the word. This is something that I posted about and, you know, we're all members of like those TV women groups and stuff on Facebook, which is great to have those communities. So I posted that my blow dryer broke right before the morning show one day and I had to purchase, I needed to purchase a new one. So I was asking for recommendations and someone recommended something else. And you guys have probably seen this. You may own one. Well, maybe not Karen, Katie. (laughs) I feel like I know what you're going to say. It's this, it's, the brand is Revlon. It's a one-step hair dryer and volumizer hot air brush. Have it. Yep. They're so funny looking. Mm-hmm. They, I, I feel like people are going to look back in like 10 years and be like, what yeah. are you doing with yeah. your hair? Yeah. But the idea is you don't have to have two different things to right. make your hair have volume and, and get dry. It, it works, but I still blow dry my hair a little bit beforehand and then I use my volumizer hair air hot airbrush um but basically karen i don't know if you do this when you blow dry your hair you could get like a round brush and you Uh use the blow dryer on top and the round brush underneath and you kind of make some volume i know that karen wait do you dry your hair (laughs) wait i this is I, this is not, let's is, start I'm with just, the basics here. Yeah, like, I'm just, I'm not totally sure what happened. Um, like I thought this question. was supposed to be Ingrid's mom's. Like, when did this get to like Karen's hair well, routine? I think you're but you're gonna um, love this product. I think it's gonna save you time. To answer it's Katie's question, I sometimes dry if I'm do if I have to be on TV. Yes, I dry my hair. Okay. Um, I did not dry my hair this morning because it's not worth it for you guys. Um, but you know, um, anyway, yeah, no, you're going to love this product and it adds a lot of volume. It's a lot easier than doing a couple different steps. Um, I bought mine for like $40 on Amazon and for some reason, the same one in a different color is $60. So shop oh. around, but, um, thank you to the ladies who recommended this. It I've works. heard of it and I've always it looks been like intrigued. you have a. It looks like you have like a blowout. It looks really yeah, good. Yeah, and it gets really, I mean, it's not just us saying this. I get, it gets really good reviews. I bought mine like yeah. two years ago. Um, I'm kind of like, my hair is, I kind of have a lot of hair. So I think Ingrid, you're exactly right. Like if you have like a lot of hair or thick hair, um, you will probably, it takes a long time. Like you probably will need to use your regular hair dryer a little bit before you use this, but you were right. It's super convenient and your hair, and your hair does look good. It does. Do good. you use it every, do you use it every morning, Katie? Me? No. I, in fact, I, um, I don't usually not for, I don't use it for TV cause I need like a little bit more volume to be totally honest. I only use it like on my curl it and tea. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Got it. Um, but I do think like it's, it's and it's smoothing, right? So it gives yeah, like volume you don't need a hair straightener anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I will say Katie in stuck, you know, contrast to what you just asked me, I've been thinking your hair has been looking lovely on TV lately. Why? I like the thank curl, you. The, like the wave look you got going on. Really? I, yeah. um, well, I, thank you. I appreciate that. I, <laughs> she didn't I, deserve that. I Why know. Why did you even give her a compliment? So, I, I know. She didn't deserve was, it, but you know what? I'm just being nice. This was, it was honest. like a literally, a literally like valid question. Like I was kind of like, I'm not sure Karen, listen, 
I would not, if it weren't for the fact that I get up at two in the morning, I would not, I don't blow dry my hair on the weekends. So. Uh, you don't even shower on the weekends, Katie. Hell, Let's be real. I, no, I don't. And I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not even sorry about it. Like not even a little bit. I'm pretty bad too. So yeah, pretty that's why too. there's dry shampoo guys. That's why they, that's why there's dry shampoo. Yep. In other news. How to apologize to your kids. This is from the New York Times. Do you guys have you guys ever apologized to your kids? Yeah. Before we get into oh, that, yeah, yeah, I yeah, have many times. Um, so this talks about um, this this mom who was trying to work from home. Her third grader keeps barging in. She has told them this child multiple times not to bother her, and you know she just eventually snaps. Um, it does say in this article all parents snap at children like if you've done that and you we I think we've all had that moment of like oh my gosh I just snapped at my children and caused them like irreparable harm and they're always going to remember me as the worst mom in the world and have to go to therapy someday because I just yelled at them (laughs) well if you felt that I do actually think all those things by the way (laughs) um all parents snap at children all parents snap at children at some point so the point of this article is um that after you snap, that's what that's where you need to focus on, and that's what really matters, and that's what's most important. Um, and this says that you should acknowledge your mistake, give yourself a timeout. Um, it also talks about how kids struggle with impulse control, and if if it's getting to a point where it's happening too frequently and is an issue, then you should obviously seek help if you need it. Right. Um, but I, I, I've done this, and I've, on a couple of occasions, I have acknowledged it. Um, and I think, you know, I think one thing it does is just, especially with the older kids, starts to teach them that, yeah, we all make mistakes, right? Nobody's perfect. Like, I, I was stressed out or whatever happened, and I shouldn't have yelled at you, and I'm sorry. And, I mean, it does, I think, show them that, that they, you know, we're all human, right? And they're going to make mistakes. Mom and dad are going to make mistakes. It's okay. Well, and I, I thought what was interesting and what we talked about in the first article here is just that, you know, are you, are you not supposed to have, um, like big, big emotions, but this article is like, yeah, like kids need to know that like, it's okay. You can, you can get mad. You can be passionate. You can, you know, you can have big feelings and it's okay and natural because the last thing you want is your kid to think that, like mom and dad never yelled and never got angry. And now here I am as an adult and I get like mad and angry. And is there like something wrong with me? Like, no, that's like human, that's human nature and humankind. So it's all just sort of like the learning process of like becoming an adult. Right. Yeah. And I think trying not to like make excuses for yourself too. Like for me, it's like, I'm so tired in the afternoons and we've talked about this a lot. Like your temper just gets shorter and shorter, like the closer to sunset because you've been up since 2 a.m. Yeah. And, you know, so I catch myself saying like, well, mom is, mom is really tired or like stressed out or something. And then it's like, okay, you know, that's not going to change, you know? So I need to just apologize for what I said or did that way. They understand that again, like you just said, you make a mistake, you apologize and you move on. And these kids, like, unlike maybe like a friend or like a spouse that like holds a grudge, like kids just like, don't do that. You know, they're like, okay, right. no problem, mama. Okay, let's, do you want to play superheroes? You know, like they're just fine. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to go to therapy, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> but, but you might, you might need to, but your kids should be okay. <laughs> well, 
been eating that for a while. Yeah. Uh, By the way, we interviewed the founder of Her View from Home. I know. And she's a creator. Such great articles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They, yeah, she, she doesn't write all these articles. She kind of, uh, like people write into her website and then she posts them. So you're always getting something different. Um, So this one I love. And I love that we're ending the podcast with this article because it makes you just feel good. Um, This article is written by a mom and she says no one loves a mama like a toddler and I think that's so true so um you know what I was just saying is a good example that children don't hold grudges right they just always have so much love for their mamas even if you just yelled at them and then apologize they still love you um she's going on on about her two-year-old and she's like you know I've heard about the terrible twos She's what she seems to get, but at the same time, she's like, look at all the wonderful things that you get with a two-year-old that you're not really going to get as your child gets older. You know, your child, it's, it is really kind of a sweet spot, right? So they're not an infant. They can still do a lot of things on their own, which is wonderful to see them growing, but they also still want to do everything with you. They still want to be held all the time. They still want to snuggle. Like when you read a book with them, they like, they need to be like, plastered against your side or right on top of you like there's no other option um they can walk obviously but they still a lot of times my little girl comes up to me she goes mama hold me just because she wants to like be like wrapped around me like her little legs and her arm and like Katie's crying (laughs) It's just it's so true it's like such a little like they are they just love you so much like I can't believe how much like my two-year-old loves me. She just loves me so much. And I just love the feeling. And, and, you know, my four or five-year-old also has that love for me, but like, you know, he's trying to be like the big brother and like starting to do things independently. And like, you know, it's, you do it less frequently, frequently when you're that age, you know, when they get hurt or when they're feeling tired or something, obviously all that stuff comes back, but it's nothing like what you have right now with a two-year-old. Well, and I just sometimes think, because River is so into mommy right now, mm-hmm. which I, you know, it's like a love-hate relationship because sometimes you're like, okay, like, daddy, how about daddy over there? But then other times, like, you're like, oh, yeah, like, I love it. And then I think about her being a teenager, and I'm like, this kid will love me. Like, what? This kid will love me forever. She will never <laughs> talk back. She will never hate me. She'll never slam doors. Because, like, look at this kid. She, like, is obsessed with me. Yeah. And so, and then I think about, like, the dichotomy of, oh, my gosh. And she gets older and she, like, can't stand me and can't stand my, like, clothes and hair and whatever. <laughs> my hair, Karen. She's really, she's probably really going to hate my hair. Um, I just, like, it's just such a, like, a moment, like, a snapshot in time that it's, sometimes it's really hard to appreciate it, but when you can't appreciate it, it is just so special. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it is, like, I think two might be, like, the peak amount of love for mom, right? Because I feel like once they hit, like, like you were saying, Ingrid, like, three, four, five, like, then they're starting to, like, do their own thing. And, like, of course they still love us. But yeah, I think this time is for sure the sweet spot of when they show it the most. It's the most like outwardly visible. Um, and it is, it is, it is really nice. It is really sweet. And it's not like they're an infant and they kind of like 
innately have to love you, if that makes sense. It's like they're choosing right. almost. Mm-hmm. Like they to know everyone you. else around them. They know everything that they can do. And they still choose you to give like the most love to you. Yeah. It's awesome. So in other words, like terrible twos are definitely a thing. But, you know, oh, yeah. There's some positives. Win of the week. I feel like that article was kind of a win for everybody. Totally. Right? Remembering that our, our two-year-old little girls, since we all have one, um, are amazing. Uh, but I have one more little quick win. After seven plus months of complete virtual learning, LRA has officially gone into the school building and is a kindergartner. Oh, and how is she loving it? Is yeah, she does she like it? it? She loves it. Oh, thank God. Loves it. Loves it. Yeah. And it was, it was so, you know, and everybody across the country has been dealing with this. Um, and and a lot, I do feel like a lot of school districts have done the hybrid more. Um, our particular school district has had zero in person until now for literally a year. And I, I've often, and I think we've talked about this, wondered like what age group has this been the hardest on? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for the most part, you know, she's been fine, but it was unbelievable to see just like that transformation of le- giving her that social, I mean, she's just talking nonstop about her friends and what they talked about and what they did. And, you know, I mean, it's, it was unbelievable. And it was funny cause I don't, I didn't even think she knew this expression, but when I picked her up the first day and asked her how it went, she said, it was better than I could have imagined. Oh. And I was like, oh, wow. A, I didn't know you knew that, but, you know, (laughs) phrase, but also, like, great that it was so wonderful. Um, So, yeah, and I think, you know, I don't know. It's just really fun that she's finally getting to actually go to the school school building and play on the playground and do the centers and be with the teachers and the other kids. And, of course, they're wearing masks and socially distanced, but... Um, all of those things that she just, you know, there's just obviously something special about going to school, especially when you're a kindergartner, um, that I felt bad that she's been missing out on. So no. finally, some finally, I'm so happy time. she got to go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really been fun. So, well, um, yeah, hope everyone has a great week. And uh, it's full of treasured, sweet moments with your <laughs> little ones. So you try to see the silver lining and remember how, how much they love you. Even if they're oh, older. Wow. Even if they're 20. Or yep. 13. Or teenagers. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yuck. Mm. Yeah. That'll be the next podcast. We, yeah. We start. yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, Ooh. guys. Okay. Have a great week. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening.